A bunch of Dirt Lamp Metal team and driver updates for you today, including some making series decisions. Plus, we've got some sprint car schedule news between the Outlaws and High Limit, Logan Seavey's hot streak, and more. Let's go. It's Wednesday, November 15th. I'm Justin Feather. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. We'll kick this Wednesday show off with a few Dirt Land model uh, odds and ends from recent days. We talked earlier this week about Max Blair's flip from Rocket Chassis to Longhorns for next year and the Centerline Motorsports team, uh, their plan to run full-time with Lucas. I don't think we've had any other drivers and teams announced for Lucas just yet. If you know of any, let me know below in the comments. We can certainly talk about it on a future episode. On the Outlaw side, we already knew that Todd Cooney and Ryan Gustin will be back as they are teaming up for a two-car team with the Outlaws in 2024. And we can now add a third team eyeing a full Outlaw uh, run next season. In their post-World Finals release spotlighting Nick Hoffman's Rookie of the Year run, it was revealed that Hoffman will return to the Outlaws full-time with the Ty Tuareg-owned 9 machine. Besides Rookie of the Year, Hoffman ended the season fifth in the Outlaw standings with a win and 24 top 10s in 38 races. Overall, in 72 starts, Hoffman ended with four total late model wins, including that outlaw score. He also had two XR Working Man victories and one with the Iron Man series. Hoffman's winter plans include the Gateway Dome race, then the Chili Bowl in January before getting ready for the 2024 late model season. In some regional news, Logan Robertson and the Broadneck Shaker team have parted ways with Robertson returning to his family-owned car next year. Robertson plans a crate schedule while Broadneck Shaker is supposedly scaling back. Robertson had been in that Broadneck Shaker car for a bunch of super late model shows. Driver Trevor Gundaker will also return to his family team after spending 2023 driving for Reed Millard. Millard will sponsor Gundaker, though, going forward, and Trevor is also among the entries for the Dome coming up in December. And in the Southeast, Sam Seawright is partnering up with Troy Baird Racing for a few late season events before going full-time with the Hunt the Front Series in 2024. Seawright ran about half the Hunt the Front schedule this year, and I believe is the first driver to declare for that series. Hunt the Front is bumping their championship payout to $50,000 for next year, and I think it will draw in quite a few teams. Hunt the Front's final sanctioned race of 2023 is this weekend at Duck River. They've got the $10,000 to win for the Gobbler. That race is not part of their championship, no points on the line, just like the National 100 at East Alabama was not part of their championship season. Uh, before we move on, if you missed it yesterday, we've got new Dirt Tracker logo hats in stock over at shop.dirttracker.com. Uh, they are the Navy snapback uh, rope hats. Uh, the first round of orders was dropped off at the post office just this morning. So thanks, of, uh, thanks to those of you who have ordered one already. The new hats will pair very nicely with a shirt or a sticker as well. And if you order today, I will ship today. You can browse the Dirt Tracker gear anytime over at shop.dirttracker.com. Uh, we are still waiting on a full schedules for both Sprint Car Series, both National Sprint Car Series at this point, but more hints, more dates have been revealed here in the last 24 hours or so. At Knoxville, we know they won't host High Limit in 2024, but they will have plenty of World of Outlaws dates. As previously revealed, the Knoxville Nationals are August 7th through the 10th in 2024, and Knoxville will host the Outlaws for two other weekends, the first one being April 26th and 27th. They will also be back June 14th and 15th. And that June weekend coincides with the first ever NASCAR Cup Series race at the Iowa Speedway in nearby Newton. Also on the Outlaw schedule, Wilmot Raceway in, uh, in Wisconsin returns with a two-night show. They will be July 12th and 13th. Wilmot has been a regular series stop for many years and is part of the SLS Promotions part of the schedule. 
If you aren't aware, there's a sizable Midwest part of the Outlaw schedule that's managed by SLS Promotions. Uh, so they handle ticket sales and promotions and all that type of stuff. SLS has been an Outlaw partner for a very long time. There was some chatter around that Wilmot deal about whether or not High Limit and the Outlaws were making tracks choose between the two series. It definitely seems like it is a factor, maybe for some dates, but don't forget that places like Eldora and Port Royal will host both series next year, so it's clearly not an official policy on either side. Wilmot will also have a Word of Outlaws late model show on July 29th. With High Limit, we know the Northeast will be part of their schedule for 2024. Dates were not shared, but both Utica Rome and Fonda shared to social media on Tuesday. They will have High Limit dates. Utica Rome hosted the All-Stars in 2023 and 2022, but there hasn't been big-time 410 sprint car racing at Fonda since the All-Stars were there in 2013. Fonda was on the All-Star schedule for 2023, but that race was canceled because of weather. The World of Outlaws have never officially been to Fonda, although the Gum Out Series raced there in 2002. The track is a regular stop, though, for the 360 Empire Super Sprints. Both of these tracks promoted by Brett Deo. He also owns the Short Track Super Series, if you don't know about Brett. It's an easy connection with High Limit as Dale has an existing relationship with Flow Racing, who obviously has an ownership stake in High Limit. And Dale hasn't always gotten along super well with World Racing Group, so that's you know why you haven't seen a ton of, a ton of WRG events uh, at his racetracks. We continue to wait on the full release, though, of both series schedules for next year. And you know we are less than a month out at this point from the PRI show, so those, could, those drops could happen literally at any time. Also in the Northeast, Bridgeport has decided to add more sprint car racing to their weekly shows. They're going to have the news non-wing cars and mass 305 wing cars appearing more often. The New Jersey track will host the USAC East Coast Series and the USAC National Sprint Cars in 2024, along with their unsanctioned winged 410 events in April. That's the, the PA Posse event. And then they also have their uh, Sprinttober Fast in October. The track revealed to Area Auto that they are still working on other 410 racing for next year, meaning one of the national series. The last Outlaw show at Bridgeport was in 2022, and the track hosted both the All-Stars and High Limit in 2023. Uh, no indication, though, on which direction they could go at this moment. At Bakersfield last night, USAC Midgets kicked off their final stretch of the schedule and their West Coast swing. Emerson Axum led the most laps from the pole, but it was championship leader Logan Seavey who went ninth to the lead and picked up his seventh win of the season. Axum settled for second with the other front row starter in Justin Grant, completing the night's podium. Looking at Seavey's numbers through 2023, it's not hard to figure out why he's running away with this championship. Since finishing 20th at Circle City in June during Indiana Midget Week, CV has gone 17 straight midget races, finishing inside the top 10. And over this stretch, his worst finish is actually 7th, and then included in that stretch are all 7 of his wins, plus 14 podiums and 16 top 5s. He's on an absolute heater right now. Headed to Placerville this weekend, his championship advantage is now 230 points over Grant. As for Timez, uh, it was a rough debut for his new MF1 chassis during the night semi-feature. Uh, Chance Crum, Daniel Whitley got together, and Timez was collected, ending his night. He had a pretty hard, uh, pretty hard hit, and Whitley had a big ride uh, himself. Uh, the midget teams have today and Thursday off, and the Hangtown 100 weekend starts Friday at Placerville. If you want to get into some other dirt racing content this week, there are plenty of new podcast episodes to check out. Winged Nation has their roundtable discussions, plus an interview with Brad Sweet about High Limit. Passing Points has Johnny Kent. Hoagie's Garage has three new interviews, including Marlon Jones. Dunwich on Dirt has James Dedman. And Across the Groove has World of Outlaws PR guy Alex Neaton. There are also new episodes of Dirt on Dirt's uh, Dirt Reporters, Quick Time, and Dirt Track Confessions. I've also got a new addition for you on the podcast page at dirttracker.com. 
Brad Strasser does his racing roundup show around the Port Royal Speedway and racing in central Pennsylvania. He also does a bunch of interviews as well. You can find that show now along with new episodes and all of the others I've mentioned here over at dirttracker.com slash podcasts. That's it for today's daily. The streaming schedule pretty quiet today, but there is plenty of other cool stuff to check out over at dirttracker.com. Hope you guys have a great Wednesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Tomorrow. 